0: device. it's your girl Otisya Lynette and I wanted to give us a new introduction for season two. Season two is going to be a little more calm, a little more cool, a little more collected, a little more loving. This season is a very important season for me because it is going to finish out 2020 so I want to be more real, more relatable, more transparent. I am so thoroughly enjoying our conversation and the talks we are having. This has become very therapeutic for me. It has allowed me to look inside my own soul, my own spirit, and do a lot of reflective work, a lot of inner child work, a lot of shadow work, and I am very thankful you are on this journey and path with me, and let's continue season two. Stay divine and stay blessed. Hi Divines, it's your girl, Oticia Lynette, back with another episode. It's been a it's been a minute. It's been a minute since we chatted. It's been a minute since we talked. I am I'm not in a uncomfortable place, but I am in a I'm in a weird place. I'm in a weird place right now in my life because I am going through a lot of personal changes and transitions, if you will, which has caused me to really um, do a lot of more self-reflection and to look at myself more and analyze things that I thought I was growing or I thought I was working towards and in reality I was just you know creating a situation or situations where I was not taking accountability for my actions but I was dressing the problem up you know you know how sometimes we're like oh I'm healing I'm doing the work and you're doing all the pretty work but you're not doing the hard work so that's what I feel I felt like I was not doing the necessary um work and I'm still working we're all working so with that being said today's gonna be one of you guys favorite type of episodes you guys love girl chat so today is going to be another girl chat I'm really really excited I have six questions here so I'm going to answer these six questions and we're not answering but we're going to discuss the six questions and we're going to just you know chill out, mellow out, have a nice little you know girl chat. So let's get started. Um, As I said I have six questions. I'm reading them now and these actually are questions that I came up with to answer because I want to take the podcast in a different direction. I want to take my branding in a different direction. I'm really trying to be on my grown woman-ish now. I feel like the last 24 years of my life, especially the last two years, I've been doing a lot of identity searching, a lot of soul searching, a lot of, you know, friendships here, friendships lost, family doing good, family doing bad, emotional up and down, mental stability up and down. So I wanted to pick six questions that I think really helped me think about myself and helped me analyze, you know, why do I care about certain things or why am I allowing certain things to affect my life and my mood and my stability? So With that being said, I am going to answer these questions honestly and transparently. So hopefully I'm not, you know, emotional and crying. So I'm kind of going to, I was going to answer them in order that I wrote them down, but I think I'm going to just answer them at random. So the first question is, why why do Black girls need therapy? Now, the reason I wanted to discuss this because i I used to be against therapy in the sense that I felt like therapy was for when you've got to like the worst of the worst you know like when you're violent and when you're acting out or when you're just like a psychopath or like you're in jail, things like that that's when I was like, well, I think that's what those type of people need therapy, and in reality. Everyone needs therapy, but the reason I want to really talk about Black girls needing therapy is because Black girls aren't told enough that we matter. And Black girls aren't told enough that the things you go through and the pain that you're feeling and the confusion and the hurt and the trauma... Those are things that can be healed. Those are things that can be worked through. Those are things that you don't... You don't have to let your pain become your identity. You don't have to let your circumstance and your experiences become your story. Don't allow the anger the pain the frustration the confusion the shame the guilt the hurt that's been building up inside of you to make you feel like you're less than because when you start to feel like that you will start to show that like in your actions and therapy is a great way to really take a deep dive therapy is a great way to do shadow work because therapy really will make you look back into like things about your past and yourself and how that's showing up in you currently and presently and how that's affecting like your mental health your physical health your emotional health your spiritual health therapy will help you be able to find the voice that you didn't have or you didn't think you have and therapy will be able to make you feel less crazy That's one of the reasons I like therapy. Therapy makes you feel less crazy, less alone, less um, void, less confused. Therapy really allows you to find out who you are. And if you don't like that version of you, you can break that down. And therapy, if you have a good therapist, can build you up. And one thing I want to say about um, therapy is, or counseling, it's okay to tell your therapist or your counselor, hey, the direction we're going isn't a direction I'm comfortable with or the direction we're going isn't a direction that I believe is going to help me because sometimes your therapist can only go in the direction they feel is comfortable for you if that's the direction you come in with. But it's okay to change therapists if you feel like your therapist or your counselor isn't listening to you or they aren't helping you. It's okay to ask um, their background. It's okay to ask as you know like where did you graduate what are your religious beliefs what are your uh, what's your sexual orientation what are your pro-life choices what are your political beliefs you actually can't ask your therapist that because that will determine the type of therapy you get like if you are a black woman and you're queer and you're a part of the lgbt community you do not want to go to a white christian woman for therapy Like, she may tell you, like, I don't use my personal, you know, my personal opinions in my profession, but you never know. So, like, you might want to find a... And one of the great ways, I think, one of the great things about um the century we live in and modern technology for me is you can always go online and type in like black women therapists in atlanta black women therapists in charlotte black women therapists in los angeles black women therapists in houston like you can find women that fit your criteria and your need and your niche and you will be able to have therapy that goes along with who you are as a person so you feel less uncomfortable So I did want to discuss that. Um, Next, let's talk about not overworking yourself and extending yourself. So I wanted to bring this up because lately I feel like I'm in a rut where I'm either not I'm not working at all. That's what I should have put. I'm not working at all or I'm overextending myself. Like it's never a healthy balance. And that's because I know um, discipline and productivity and organization was not a, um, a big deal growing up in my household, in my family. So I wasn't given those building blocks and foundations. And now as an adult, I'm having to build that. And that is very hard and it's very difficult, but I'm still trying every day. I think it's important to realize that when you are, when you're going through something and you're mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, like just drained and you've had enough, it will be hard to complete tasks. Like it will be hard to get things done because you will be tired and you your body will want rest, but you have to find ways to let yourself know when it's okay to rest and when you're just being lazy and your body and your mind is not used to productivity, it's not used to organization, it's not used to discipline, it's not used to being uncomfortable and you may have to get used to being uncomfortable. I'm in a position now where I'm having to get uncomfortable and I'm not used to that. And that's like kind of weird to me sometimes because it's like, I'm in a place now where I'm realizing I have to make the best decision for me, not the best decision for my mom or my dad or my grandmother or my brother or my friends, family, my nieces, nephews, you know, I'm in a position now where I have the opportunity to end um, generational curses. I have the opportunity to grow generational and financial independence and wealth. I have the opportunity to separate myself from toxic friendships and relationships. I have the opportunity to be to hold myself accountable for, for my actions and create a life that is pleasing to me. I have the opportunity to shape and mold my opinions and my views into actual like projects you know what I'm saying like I have opportunities I have space I have availability in my life and I want to capitalize and I want to embark on that I don't want to harp on the negativity but at the same time I cannot not put in the work you know like you have to put in the work to see the results, you can't just hope, 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 and never put in the work because if you don't put in the work, then there is no results to hope for. So, learning that you have to find a middle ground because what you do today, the you in 10 years will be so thankful for because you put in the work. So, in 10 years, you don't have to work as hard. In 20 years, you might not have to work at all. In 30 years, you could be chilling on the beach. You know what I'm saying? Like, what you do today will show up in your actions and in your life tomorrow. The next one is um, fake versus real friendships. Okay. I'm going to be 100% transparent with you guys. I am going through a friendship fallout. I am. I am going through a weird space with one of my friends. I'm not gonna say me and her are not friends, but we just, we don't see eye to eye. It's like we've tried the makeup to break up thing and it's weird because like, it's just like as friends, me and her, we were we were really close, we were so close, grew up together and now it's like the space she's in, the person she she is, the life that she sees befitting for her I'm just like I don't understand and I can come off very judgmental and narcissistic and very um cold if I don't agree with the person's opinions and way of life especially if I know you like if I know you and we have a bond and I'm just not like fucking with your choices I get real stand out fish I get real I don't want that to do with this shit this is not for me but that's not my place to do that like I'm learning now that I'm a very judgmental person and I hold grudge. like I I will hold a grudge what's that saying Cardi B say if a bitch beef with me we gonna beef forever that's facts, like, I, I will be with somebody forever, but I don't want to be with a person forever, you know what I'm saying, like, why, that does, that does nothing for my aura, that does nothing for my chakras, that does nothing for my growth, that does nothing for my health, that does nothing for me, like, beefing with another woman does nothing for me or her, so what, what is this, like, what is the end result, what is the goal for this, you know what I'm saying, so I do not I do not want to be the same judgmental, grudge holding, can't get over shit type person because that's not me. But at the same time, I want to learn how to decipher a real friend between someone that's just here because I'm good at being like I'm Captain Saberho. I'm not even gonna lie. I actually am. I'm Captain Saberho. Like I will if someone is in need someone is in trouble even if it might affect me later on in my life all I think about is right now this person needs this person you know is going through and if it was me I'm praying God you know will see me doing this and hopefully like if I ever get in this situation if I ever need help in a different situation this blessing will come back on me you know so I'm that type of person but I have to realize like If a person doesn't ask you for help, or even if they do, you don't have to give it. And sometimes you have to let people learn life lessons on their own. Like, you you have no idea what God is planning for another person to go through. You have no idea what God is planning in another person's heart. So, you have to learn your place and your position in that person's life. And it may not be to be Captain Sable, it may not be to be their best friend. Like, I'm starting to realize a lot of my friendships now are coming to an end. A lot of my personal relationships are coming to an end. A lot of things I have going on in my life are ending. And I'm just in a place where I'm like, you know what? It kind of is what it is. And I'm not going to get angry and I'm not going to get upset. And I'm not going to continue to go back to old relationships and friendships and, you know, check on people to see if they're okay. Like, in five ten years, if we link up and we, you know, make up and everything's good, that's nice and hunky-dory. If not, you know, it's a life lesson you just you know you you move on with things and that's what I'm learning you just move on with life um the next question is good girl versus bad bitch so the reason I want to talk about this is because I feel like this is something I struggled with the good girl versus bad bitch um and the reason I I said the question like this, or I titled, well, I just did like that little segment because it's kind of like the pick me thing on Twitter. If you're not on Twitter, what are you doing? Um, but uh, on Twitter, there are a lot of pick me's, and a pick me, not even on Twitter, just on social media in general. I'm talking about on social media in life in general. Pick me's are girls or women that are like, I cook, I clean. I serve my man. I go to church faithfully. I graduated college. Like, everything about her is perfect, yet she does not understand why she's not in a relationship and why certain women in society who are deemed holes or sluts or whores or, or supposed to be less than have men and people love them and worship them, and she doesn't believe that that woman should get that attention because she hasn't put in the work that I, quote-unquote, the good girl has. And something I want to say is... <clears throat> You can do everything right, and the world can still shit on you. You can do everything wrong, and the world can bless you times 10. Like, there is no code, there is no science, there is no algorithm, there is is no cheat sheet to life. It, like it is just what it is some people get dealt an amazing hand some people get dealt the worst imaginable lives ever but at the end of the day if you are able to turn that around for yourself or if you are able to pick yourself up out of a hole or continue to you know live a good life never let anyone make you feel bad for them and the moment you start comparing and comparing and contrasting your life to somebody else's that's exactly why you don't have what you have like when you say well I don't understand why she got this and this and I'm like this that's why she got that Because she's not comparing her life to your life. She cares nothing about what you have going on or how, you know, bored and bitter you are. She's living her life and she's continuing to get blessed. If you lived your life and stopped worrying about why certain people got certain things, then you would continue to get blessed or you would get blessed. Like, sometimes it's none of your business. Like, what a person went through in order to get where they are is none of your business. So sometimes you just have to mind your business and hope that the universe sees you know that you're putting in the effort and you're doing good and that God will bless you but you cannot look at someone else's blessings or someone else's circumstances and feel like you are better than that that comes to the next statement jealousy and social media so the reason I want to talk about jealousy and social media is because I feel like a A lot of times, especially in quarantine, I feel like this year we have went through a time period where social media was relied on more than anything because that was our main source of connection kind of that was our main source of comfort because of quarantine like you can't go see people so you can still zoom you can still facetime you can still um you know i message you can still dm you can still call text youtube all instagram facebook like anyway you can use social media to connect any way possible with another person so i felt like Lately, or I feel like lately, we we live on social media even more now. We rely on social media even more now. And now that we rely on social media even more, we're looking at images and people's lives constantly. And this year has been a really hard year for a lot of us. Like, this year has been really tough. It's been, you know, really... Um, Mentally, emotionally, physically, scarring. So to see other people just succeed and do so well, it's like, how are they doing this in a pandemic? How are they doing this in a quarantine? How is this even possible? It's because they didn't let this year affect them, and they didn't show it to you. Like social media is only a snippet and a bit size portion of a person's life. If they even they put up twenty three snaps every hour, twenty four snaps every hour. on on the day like that's still only like a snap a snippet of their life and it's like you don't even know if that's like that video or that image is real because they could have like totally put this together and just posted it and now you believe this is how your life is supposed to be and that's not true your life is supposed to be however you want it to be Your life is supposed to be however you want to make it. The moment you decide not to allow other people to make your life feel like it's worthless or that your life is not meaningful, then you're living a better life. Because they're living their life. They are not intentionally trying to make you feel bad about your life. That is how you're taking it. Like sometimes we have to realize we take things, especially on social media, so personal and we so badly want this person life or that person life. When in reality, you want your life. You want your life. You just want your life to be shaped like that. So do I heard a saying that says if you want to be a particular type of woman, see what she does every morning, see what she does every night. Learn her business practices. Learn her ins and outs and her mannerisms, how she carries herself. And eventually you will start to walk and talk like that woman. Find your example. Don't mimic, don't copy. But it's, it's very nice to be inspired and then use that inspiration to better yourself. Not to mimic yourself or copy yourself as that person, but to inspire yourself to live a better life. And the last one is how is sex used to control women's bodies? The reason I want to talk about this is because 2020, baby, women, especially Black women, have been telling everyone, kiss our ass, and I love it. I love it. I love how um, women, especially Black women, as i said this year, have really stepped into their own. They've stepped into their comfortability. They've stepped into loving themselves and really, you know, being comfortable and happy in their own bodies, and I think a lot of times that is very hard to do because, Sometimes it's hard to it's hard to be comfortable with your body even if even if it is celebrated and it's love, sometimes it's hard to be comfortable with your body because it's yours. And it's okay if you don't like your body every day, or some days you know you're not feeling it, some days you are. I mean that's that's how you feel personally. But your body is yours, it is beautiful, it is created for you. So the way I would say to work on that is self-love affirmations like it's okay to look at yourself naked it's okay to take time when you get out the bathroom you don't have to immediately you know put on your night clothes you could you know brush your hair brush your teeth do a face mask lotion just do it all naked and it forces you to look at your body and love your body and your curves and be happy with your body I'm sorry you guys I'm drinking my water I haven't drank my water But it really does. It forces you to love yourself and to open up and really, you know, um, what's a good word? To really reinforce your self-love. To really re-encourage you to, you know, look at yourself and be like, damn, I'm that bitch. Or damn, I look good. Because sometimes I feel like sex is used to make women feel like unless you're birthing a child or you're pleasuring someone else sexually then your body isn't you know used for anything or isn't worth anything and that's not true if you're pleasuring yourself sexually that's enough for you like you that's enough like i mean excuse me if we're being honest like that's enough if that's if that's what makes you happy then do that like you don't have to use your body to do anything you don't want to do like if you don't want to give birth don't give birth if you don't want to have no kids don't have no kids if you don't want to have sex with anyone anytime soon because quarantine then you can go to the sex store and get you a toy like do what makes you happy but don't allow other people to make you feel like you can't enjoy sex with another person and don't allow other people to make you feel like if you do give birth and if you are a mom then your body is now property of that child or property of your husband's or property of your wife and now you have to you know submit to this role and this lifestyle that's not true your body is always and forever going to be yours because no one else lives in it but you like no one lives in your shoes but you so the moment you realize that your body is yours and your body no one has ownership over that is the moment you take ownership and control over your life 2020, I really want to end it with taking ownership and control of my life, like getting my finances together, getting my businesses together, getting my, you know, going back to therapy. That's what I need to do. Going back to therapy and staying consistent in therapy, eating right, getting rid of toxic personal behaviors and habits. Like I want to end 2020 on a good note and know that I tried and I didn't give up. That's what's most important to me, just letting go of the hurt and the pain and the suffering and start not starting a clean slate but at least feeling comfortable and happy in my skin and ready for the next day ready for the next moment and not dreading life so that's kind of actually going to be the end of this girl chat you guys I'm really thankful you guys are listening I'm thankful that you guys are tuning in I appreciate all of the love all of the support to anyone that has experienced any loss any pain any suffering due to COVID I just want to say I am with you I am sorry I love you we are going to get through this sister brother it's going to get better um we are building a community at the Divine Muse Podcast. Oh, that's right! We have to talk about the name change, you guys. I changed the name of the podcast. How did I keep... How did I do a whole episode for almost 30 minutes and never even said anything? So, you guys, I changed the name of the podcast. It is now the Divine Muse Podcast. Um... If I said Divine Film at the beginning, I'm very, very sorry. Um, But it will be sticking to the Divine Muse podcast. If you notice, I did change the logo a few times just to see what you guys thought about um, this logo. And this will be the logo for season two and all of um, 2021. I don't see me changing it in 2021. I really, really like it. So get used to seeing it. Um, I changed the name of the podcast because... I wanted to go with something that was more of a creative feel. And I'm a creative in every sense of the word. That is like my identity. I kind of feel like i finally found. I'm a creative. I love creating things that make me happy. And I'm getting in the space where I'm learning to use my creativity as a way to heal and to calm down and to not be so all the time. So I'm really working on that, and the reason I named it the Divine Muse Podcast is because I am a muse for everything in my life, and I am a muse for my healing, I'm a muse for my podcast, I'm a muse for my art, I'm a muse for my videos, and I want to use me... As a way to encourage other women to heal, I want to use myself as a way to encourage other women to lift themselves up. I want to use myself as a way to uplift women. So I'm a muse in that sense. So, hence the Divine Muse podcast. So, I'm very excited. I'm very happy. I'm really excited for Christmas. I love Christmas. So, i'm so excited to drop new episodes this christmas season i'm not sure how many i i wanted to do a vlogmas type christmas but like the podcast version where i drop a podcast episode for 31 days every day but i'm not sure so hopefully we'll see if not i'm very very sorry but i do want to say thank you so much for tuning in thank you so much for listening I am very, 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 very excited to continue working with you guys. Thank you for the love. Thank you for the support. And remember, stay divine, stay beautiful, stay amazing.